I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. episode of Finding the Four. Today I have a special guest. Uh, this is a friend of mine named Chris Ford is here to talk about one of my favorite words that he made up and it's called trickle-down mesonomics. And I'm going to explain the concept although I think you might get it because it's just this such a true concept. So if you ever have a space or a room that you're either trying to clean up or redo or remodel, there is the mess that spills out. So for instance, we were painting my son's room and so we have to clear the room and where do we put all of the things, the dressers and the books and everything while we do this room. And so that trickles down into the hallway. And then there's stuff that needs to get put in the garbage or stuff that needs to get donated. And right now during quarantine, we can't really donate anything. So then that gets in a pile that gets put either in our garage or wherever. So you get it. It's like, you start a space and there's all these things that kind of trickle down because you're trying to clear out one space. And I mean, it's just funny because it's everywhere. Even if you try to just redo a couple of drawers, you have to take everything out and the mess gets bigger. And at first you're not sure if you're making more of a mess by doing this. And if you can get to it in the same day, then that's great. And it's all cleaned up. But sometimes that lasts longer than we want. Anyway, I love this term. And I've decided that I want it to become this new household term, right? Trickle down mesonomics. Obviously, (laughs) Chris, you know, it comes from trickle down economics. And there's some debate on whether that actually works, the whole trickle down economics So I'm not even really going to get into that whole thing, but this is a really true thing and I know you all get it (laughs) because it's super true. So I'm going to go into the interview. Um, Chris and I are going to talk and we're not really going to solve the problem. We're just going to kind of talk about it. He'll introduce himself. And then we're also going to talk about how it can relate to our personal lives. Sometimes we make messes or people come into our lives and things get messed up. Or sometimes we have a desire to change and kind of be a better version of ourselves. And I feel like when we do that, sometimes there's things we have to deal with that are hard. And it feels sometimes 
like there's resistance and things are hard for a while as we're trying to kind of become this better version of ourselves. It's not always this easy path. So I feel this, uh, it can relate both physically to our lives and personally, and we'll talk a little bit about that too. So here we go. I'm excited to have this be sort of my first Zoom interview. So we'll see you after. All right. So I want to welcome my guest, Chris Ford. Chris and I met when he was doing some work on our house about five years ago, I believe. Does that sound right? Yeah. So our... Our sons had been playing soccer together, and I think that's when my husband, Nate, found out you did construction, right? Didn't you help put on, like, the roof of the storage? Yeah, I put on a yeah. roof at the storage facility. Yeah, that's how I started, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So we met through that, and then um, Chris helped us put on a deck, as well as redo our kitchen. So, Chris, I want you to just tell me a little bit about how you got into construction. Well, I mean, honestly, you can't leave out what you just said. Like, I literally have to always, like, give you guys a lot of credit when it comes to my success because if I just go back and think about what you just said. So, my son uh, wanted to play soccer. And I remember I used to be probably the most obnoxious parent out there, just yelling <laughs> and uh, <laughs> all excited for little Chris and everything. And uh, so at the time, like, believe it or not, uh, it was so, it, it was honestly, now that I look at it, it was a little over five years, probably more like seven, because little Chris, remember, he they aged out of one. How does the soccer group go? It's like seven to nine or something. And then oh, it's yeah. like, what is it? Is it how does it go? It's, well, they have like six and under, eight and under, ten and under. Well, he went from I think he went from I think he went from eight and under to ten and under. So uh-huh. he's fifteen. He's fifteen right now. So anyway, right. okay. Um, yeah. So at the time, so 2010, I was on tour rapping with a group I had called Black Money, and we was on tour with Bone Thugs and Harmony doing 52 cities in the United States. And then we was on another tour with Wiz Khalifa, like, uh, for, like, two months before that. So, like, we was gone trying to, trying to be rappers and everything. And I kind of had an epiphany in Houston, Texas, like, as far as what I should do. It was like, like, I always tell a story, like, it's like God told me in a dream to, to you know, go home, get my tools. And because I always knew how to, uh, you know, do construction and remodels from working with family members and everything. And then I went to school uh-huh. in, 99, in 99 for uh, environmental technology and learned HVAC and different stuff and wiring and stuff there. So I had a, I had an epiphany in Houston, so I, I came home and did it. I left the tour. I came home and did it. I changed my rap, my Facebook, like it was mainly a rap page. I changed it to, you know, start showing more pictures of work instead of songs and stuff, and slowly but surely. But so at the time, I was uh, kind of in life, not to get deep with it, but kind of took a step backward in, in some, I guess in people's eyes or in my, not really, not really in my own eyes, but I was, I was living downtown on top of the House of Blues 
I, I was promoting clubs that had on like every nightclub downtown. I had a night down there and everything. And uh, I had a, we left that. I had part a big, big, like big apartment and everything. And we had a little Christmas whenever we left. And then we moved back to uh, St. Clair, like to like 93rd and St. Clair in a house that I had previously lived in. A family member uh, mm-hmm. went and rented you know. So basically, I mean, things was just, I was, I was kind of like, in the limbo of what I'm about to do with my life. I, I think I was like 37 years old or 38 or something like that. And uh, make a long story short, Chris Chris uh, wanted to play soccer. We met y'all and, uh, you know, Nate and you, like your whole family was like some of my favorite people that I met because it was just like everybody was so cool and, and, and like we, everybody come from different walks in life, but y'all never, you know, y'all always treated us like great. So we, you know, we fell in love with y'all family and we, you know, so basically we just, we was out there doing whatever we could to help. And then they needed, they needed the roof on the, uh, on the storage thing. So I came out on the weekend and knocked the roof out. So up until that point, I had been, I had been doing some little remodels, you know, I've been uh-huh. doing a little, a couple of little bathrooms, little kitchens and stuff. And they, they had real small budgets and they was kind of like, they, they was coming out good, but you know as good as they could for the type of budget and everything. But right. then Nate uh, came to me and said, hey, I want to, uh, it was the first thing, what, what if we didn't do the deck first. We did, did we do the deck first or the uh, garage? Yeah. We did the deck uh, first. Oh, we no, you helped us paint. Yeah, you helped us paint our garage. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about when we, uh, when, we, when we did the uh, room, the conversion from the old garage. Oh yeah, I the den. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was right. first. That was yeah, first. You're right. I think, I think that was you're first, right. right. So they came and approached me about that, and uh, you know, I knew I could do it, but like I hadn't really did anything that extravagant yet. So we knocked it out, and <laughs> I mean, well, I say that. <laughs> Nah, it's like 2020. I was like, we knocked it out like so quick, but we finished it and got it done. And yeah. and now, and you know, those early pictures, and then plus, like some of the other families we met through y'all, we I was able to do like bigger and better projects, which led to like better and prettier pictures and more and more work. So like really, like y'all really kicked it off for me. So like time anybody asks me, I always mention a name or mention, you know, a family that I work with that I, you know, or something like that, because it's like, I always remember that, so yeah, so I thank you, I thank you guys all the time for having to trust in me for those projects. Oh, well, that's awesome. Maybe I didn't realize we were right in the beginning of all this. Like, looking back on it, you got, you got to, I guess you got to crawl before you can walk and walk before you run. So it was right. all good steps. It was all good steps, but like I really never looked back from the time that we started working together. That's awesome. So, what are some of your favorite things about transforming spaces and construction and stuff? Um, I love the way that I guess uh, my mind works when I walk into a space and I'm able to just like see it all in the 3D imagery some kind of way. Like I can see where the pipes need to go, how to uh, slant the walls past this duct work in this basement or 
like tuck a bathroom in a corner somewhere. This is just like weird now, but the creative aspect is somebody told me the other day, I was actually in a, in a record. I'm actually building a recording studio right now, but I was in there and the, and the guy was saying, you know, everybody still called me chill from when I used to rap. And he was just like, chill, man, you, you're an artist. That's why you're good with the construction. Cause you, you able to continue being an artist. Cause he was talking about rapping. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm like, I kind of can see that. Cause that's what I love about it is being able to just visualize the whole thing. And that moment when it's done and then it went from being in my head to I could see it. It's like, that's like the most incredible moment right there. Yeah. That's so awesome. I like that too. And I like that you, you do come into a space. I remember being a little bit nervous. I think we had a couple contractors come before we met you to do some different things. And I was always a little nervous, like, They'd walk into my house and kind of judge me depending on <laughs> if my house was a mess or whatever. And it's like you would walk in and you wouldn't even see it because you, you just could look beyond that and just kind of see the space. So I always appreciated that because I never was, like, worried how my house looked when you came over. So. <laughs> right. you um, know, somebody told somebody me something similar about my house. They came over and I got the cleaning up and everything. And it was like, man, your house, you got a home that's lived in, you know. So that's like a compliment when you think about the fact that, like, you know, we've had a part. Like I said, we used to live downtown with an apartment that was pristine with the living room and dining room. The dining room, basically, table set, never got touched and all that. But that was pre-kids. So, like, would I trade it? You know, I wouldn't trade it back for the world. So. I love, I love, you know, and I grew up like that. So I, I never, I never walk in and judge anybody. Cause, you know, from from that moment to now, you know, I done worked in mansions and all kind of stuff. And it's like at the end of the day, you could walk in a, a mansion, and if it's a family in there, it's going to be lived in. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. Before I, I was going to talk about my our little topic, but I wanted, you can just kind of tell briefly where people can connect with you. Like, can they find you just on Instagram or Facebook? Where is the best way for if someone's interested after well, they listen? We got, a, we got a website getting worked on now. So I got a K4 Renovations Facebook page. I have a K4 Renovations Instagram, which is the best way to check me out, kind of do family pictures and see the type of guy I am. And, but that's where you'll see the most pictures of work and be able to kind of see if I got the kind of style you want, you know, as far as a contractor or designer. And that's K underscore Ford underscore renovations. So normally, okay. I, know it's kind of, I know it's kind of a lot, but normally when you hit the first K underscore Ford, it'll pop up like the second one or the first one. So you yeah. can just click I also have an Amazon page where you could go shop with me and, and purchase like things that I use in uh, different remodels, which is uh, www.amazon.com slash K4 renovations. Okay, and, cool. I'll have, okay, I'll link those all. I usually have like show notes. I have a little website now too, so, and I'll okay, have those cool. all in my show notes. So awesome. Cool. Okay, so I wanted to get into what I 
was <laughs> contacted you about because I remember going through my garage and I noticed I think you had an, a wheelbarrow in there and you might have had other stuff and so I was like well Chris do you need to like do you want to take your wheelbarrow back and you said I don't have anywhere I can put my wheelbarrow and then you said <laughs> <laughs> she's like I, I don't have space for it right now and then you mentioned your famous because it's just like trickle down mesonomics so which I totally loved because it's so true that there's so many ways as you kind of deal with construction, I'm sure, but even in a family, you deal with messes. So you want to tell me a little bit about, I don't know, where you came up with that term or how that first came to you. And then um, I was thinking of sharing some of your trickle-down messonomic stories, if you had anything that you thought about. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I guess from rapping or whatever, I'm, I'm always coming up with something stupid, like something funny or something, <laughs> just some uh, play on words or something. And, I mean, that just came to me like any other any other one of those, like little freestyle moments. And, uh, oh, okay. And uh, we, I, we I, use that I use a lot. A lot. <laughs> I use it a lot because it, it's so true because it's like even like real quick, I could just think of like right now, it's like you could be like done with a job when well, you're not really done. Say you about at like 80% with a job. You like into the finishes. And then one day you will look up and you need the dumpster again. You're like, how is this possible? Like I literally, I done had the dumpster on this job three times. Like how could, how could I need a dumpster when it shouldn't even be anything came in boxes or but it's still, it's still a lot of, you know, boxes and light boxes and just, it's just a mess all the time until the, until the moment is just like not. You know, you take, you, you demo somebody's back, somebody getting a basement remodel and then, and then they want a bathroom down there and it's never been a bathroom down there. It's a moment in that job where it looked like a World, a World War One bunker or something. It's like your basement is like looking like, it's looking like a mess. And, Customers, they, you know, like customers that get scared, especially if you've never been through a remodel, like at that moment, they probably, you know, really sweating bullets over there. Yeah, I agree. And I do you think that sometimes um, have you come across people, let's say, who want to do a project and but they kind of see the challenges of transforming a space and they like don't want to go through with it, I guess. They just see. The mess. Have you, uh, you know what? No, I, I see like the opposite. I see when people like saved up their money and they ready to do something big. Like like I'm gonna keep using the basement remodel for example because that's where it, you know that's one that could really look messy. And they apprehensive about the whole thing, but they gonna you know they gonna be on go mode when they call you. They'll say yeah, let's let's do it. But. Uh-huh. At the same time, yeah, I mean, I think all the apprehensions and everything that's going on is, is there the whole time until, like, I see, I can, I see that moment in customers, and I, I can see the moment of relief too. Like a couple <laughs> weeks after that, I can see them like, oh, not, because then that's the other thing. I'm always going into a space, no blueprint, freestyling the whole thing, and it's like. It's always in my head until the moment when they could kind of start, oh, now I see what he about to do there. Or, oh, okay. You know, and it's like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a mess until it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what are there things that you say to your clients when they kind of come to that point where they're just like, oh, my gosh, this is a war uh, right one. now? I always say you got to get ugly before it get pretty. Right. Trickle, trickle down mess, but that like that trickle down mess that's that was more about overflow and spillage. It's just it's right. just like just like uh Reagan air uh trickle down economics. It's like my mess becomes because like it was funny, you, you said I had a uh the wheelbarrow in your garage. I remember I had a lot of stuff in your I had like a big box, I had like one big tool, I had a, a big toolbox, a bunch of little toolboxes. The wheelbarrow, maybe two wheelbarrows, but compared to my garage, oh, like even to this, like when we clean the garage, it's literally a mess again after like two jobs. So, you know, it's it's like it's uh, it, 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 I mean, the only thing you can really say to a customer is just like you got to They got to trust you. I never, I actually never say trust me. I just kind of just always let them know. Like, I, I kind of, you know, I keep it real, so I kind of let them know. Look, it's gonna, uh, and then they, I got a customer telling me right now, like, K Ford, I need them pictures, them pictures like you got on Facebook. I hope mine's going to look like that. I mean, he tell me every time you see me, because right now, and I'm in his house as we speak and turning it into an Airbnb, so it's going to be really upscale. It's like kind of like right off the freeway. And, uh-huh. and right now, I'm, I, I know he cannot see it. I mean, I was thinking about this whole trickle-down methanomics is, like, the way you have to start a project, you have to, like, okay, well, like, for instance, we've been painting Simeon's room, and we just kind of built him this pool bed. And, but we had to, you know, we had to clear everything out of the room, and so that all gets into the hallway. And then on top of all this COVID-19 stuff, we can't donate anything because all the stores are closed and so we've just got piles of things that are now either in our hallway or in the garage and then anyway it's just funny how you're like trying to clean up a space and then the mess kind of trickles down it's in piles right now we we made a little chris we're all we did the attic over for a little we we re, you know remodeled the attic for a little chris so he moved uh-huh. up there. Mackenzie and Casey moved into his own room. So now I had to turn everything pink, chandeliers. And so right now in, in that hallway, it's literally paint set up. Uh, I mean, the hallway is a, is a work though. It's a mess right now. So yeah. that, and, then, and, and then you think about the fact that, okay, what's the next move? Let me take it down, get ready to take it to the garbage or wherever I'm going to go do with it. It's going to go down to the living room or to the kitchen, to the back door. It's going to continue. And it's like at, at a certain point, you just got to just commit to I'm about to get it all whooped. But it's like when you live in, a, you know, a busy a busy life and you got a family and you got to, you know, do all kind of other things. So you only commit a certain amount of time a day to the situation. It's, it's like that's, that's what leads to it. Yeah. Yeah, but, for sure. I got projects in my, everybody think my house is probably like so cold and trust me, like I got, I, I, I got a bathroom in my house that looked like it came from 1940. 
And like, I literally got it. I haven't even touched it. And I've been in that house for 11 years. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, the fact that, I mean, I've noticed now that we've been having to stay home and you actually have a little more time to actually finish things and not rush off to like the next soccer game or the next lesson or the next whoever you have to go and pick up or go back and forth. And so that's one thing I guess that's been nice about this time that we've had where things are all canceled, but getting, I wish it was for me, Camille. Let me tell you, I, uh, when it first went down, they said, "Okay, we about to shut the city down." So I'm sitting there like, "Yes, I'm about to get a, I'm about to get a little vacation." I was, I was happy. I'm not even going front. I was kind of happy. And then when the list came out, they said that construction was essential, and I'm like, "Ah, oh. so I've been working every day." And then when uh, so what got confusing though, so when they just released another list or something. It said construction could go back to work. So now I'm thinking, like, did I just work through the uh, <laughs> whole beginning of the pandemic? I could have been just at home. Just chilling and, out. <laughs> yeah, at, least, with the key, at least at home, man, I could tell she she get a little fried by the time I get home. I could tell, but I would trade places in a heartbeat, I swear. just I need to take, like, at least two weeks off. But Take a break. Yeah, it it happened though, but at the same time, I, I mean, I, I thank God for the work and I love the pace. So the pace was great. I, I mean, I'll say two weeks, but for real, for real, if I could get just get a good uh, weekend, that'd be great. Yeah, but it probably won't, sure. it probably won't happen for like two, three weeks. <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to, I was trying to think about how you like take this to like a personal thing, like the whole trickle down methanomics and think about it in your like personal life as you I don't know if you try to fix something about yourself and then maybe you, I, mean, I guess you it, notice it, it applies to any to anything it applies to personal because you know I mean you can look at how different ways one can get themselves in a mess and how they say like uh you know you can dig the hole deeper and deeper versus just you know sometimes depending on what the situation is, honesty may be the best policy or just any way to get yourself out of hall before you get it, get in there deeper. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. trickle down economics when you don't, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Stuff like that. And, uh, you know, as far as, uh, even with the kids, you know what I mean? Like just making sure they don't, you know what I mean? Go down the hall of making more of a mess out of life or a situation. And, you know, so I always try to teach my kids, like, you know, if you mess up, just let me know. You know, just tell me. Just don't, don't lie about it. Don't, you know what I mean? Just tell me. So, like, McKinley takes that to a whole other level. And, Daddy, I, I spilled my crayons. Oh, you all right? You all right? <laughs> you know, I got to tell you. I'm not so big. But, you know. Nah, it's, a, it's a lot of ways to take, you know, I guess you can apply that person. But that's what yeah, comes to mind I like for that. me. That's what yeah. comes to mind for me. I like that. Okay, before we kind of leave, um, do you want to, are there any, like, some of your favorite or most satisfying projects that you've worked on? All right, well, we're going to start. I had a list 
like, I mean, I guess I still got it. It's kind of like, who is your favorite rappers? But, um, <laughs> top, five, top, top five rappers or something. But, so always the den is, I mean, if I, I mean, I just start with number one because I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna try to work it backwards. But the den would be number one because, like, till this day, even when, it, like, the latest, last time I've been in your house, the den still look great. But, yeah, you we know, still like love our den. The pictures is, like I said, had a lot to do with, like, starting me on a path of just, like, higher-end jobs. You know, I mean, it's just special to me all the way around. So the DN number one, then I'm going to go with, even, I, I would say, and and, and, it, and this is a continuation of, like, the path of, I guess, capable renovations. Number two, I will probably go with your friends the Wilds Kitchen that I did because, it was just, it came out that big island. It was beautiful. And we took the wall out. And then the way the, the old pictures they had went back into the new kitchen. It just, it just kind of like fit. And, yeah, um, that was, that kitchen turned out really nice. And, I, and then once again, like, so it was like back-to-back uh, high-end pictures. And then it's just like at that point, like, I didn't even have to post anything low-end because I didn't ever have to take another low-end job. It was like, it was sweet. It was just like a great moment, like a great couple of years that really kicked off the business. Okay. And then I'm going to go number three. And then, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you these five pictures and then maybe you can post them on the website. Okay. And you can send them to me. And let's see what we can do. So number, number three, I'm going to go with uh, Rhonda Slaughter's bathroom because I custom built a lot of stuff in there. Uh, can I tell a quick backstory uh, about it? Is yeah, the the one job. So I'm I'm batting a good average of success rate with jobs in the high nineties. The one job and maybe one hundred that uh, just did not work out at all, and it, and not even to get into the reasons why. But I just basically had to refund the person they deposited and just leave the whole situation. That was going to be his bathroom. And he just, he did not trust the process. And, like, I brought materials in, and he was just like, oh, man, this is, uh-uh. Like, what are you about to do? Like, boy, and I, I could just see it was not about to work. So, anyway, that turned out to be Rhonda Slaughter's bathroom, and it came out so beautiful. And it's, like, exactly how I had imagined it. So that would be number three. And number four... Hmm. Number four. What would be my four? I know my fifth. Number four. Oh, I'm tripping. The African restaurant, Chicoya or Richmond and Emory, where I built the uh, oh, table. Yeah. yeah, the gold cool Yeah, the gold room and the that VIP room. Like it's so beautiful. I see people all on the internet taking pictures standing on top of that table and it's just it'd be tripping me out every time I see it, but I love that. And then oh, number five, awesome. number five is the project, one of the projects I'm doing right now. It's a music studio, a recording studio for a record label out of Atlanta. It's in downtown Cleveland. It has three recording studios in it. And it's, it's beautiful as far as, like, aesthetically, but even the process of learning how to soundproof rooms and I had to I had to build rooms within rooms and 
raised the floor and and doing all my math and not even really being great with math and you know, but I, I do love science and I'm pretty good with math, but not really. Uh, I'm good with math, simple math, but not really, you know, as far as uh, calculations. I mean, I've never done them before. I put it like that, but I did it all. And like the day when we sound checked and you couldn't hear no, you couldn't hear anything in the offices below. It was just like amazing to me. Like, wow, like I actually did that. But I did a lot of research, a lot of like, like a lot of long nights of just watching YouTube and just like the, best studio bills around the country. But I had to I had to just do a lot of science and math for this project and so anyway, that'll be my number five and I'll see you a couple of picks, but that's my top five. Oh cool. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much. I think I don't want to make this too long because my podcast usually isn't the longest. It's like half hour or so, but Okay. I just I just want to thank you for it. This has been so fun to talk and to catch up a little bit. Um, I'm sorry I talk too much, but I appreciate. Oh no, no, you don't talk too much. You're good. I, I, I try I try to keep the answers quick, but it's a lot because I always I always think a lot of this stuff it, it get emotional when you think about you know and, and I gotta really make sure that I don't forget things and everything. But I thank you for the opportunity anytime. Oh yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. This has been super fun. I'll make sure to link all your, like, information on my website. But, yeah, just right. look for K Ford, K underscore Ford underscore renovation for your Instagram page. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. That's the okay. best way to check out the work. All right. Cool. Thank you so much, Chris, and Thanks have fun doing your me. next thing. I will. No, no. I will. Okay, so what do you guys think? Trickle-down mesonomics. Are you guys ready to help me make this like a household word? I'm kind of excited about this word, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. I'm grateful to Chris Ford for being willing to talk with me for a little bit. I don't know if we really solved anything, but just it's a real thing. Mess trickling down into every place. And I'm sure you all get it. So, well, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And remember, if you have a minute to follow me on Instagram or Twitter or even like my Facebook page, it's all at Finding the Floor. Or if you're willing to just share this podcast, there's one person who you think might enjoy it, I would greatly appreciate it. You guys have a great week and thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 